the conversations, not conversation starters, but the conversations, you want something that's about an hour, hour, 10, hour, 30, or whatever, 45 minutes, the conversations are just for you. You're going to love those. I always bring great guests, whether they're artists, preachers, speakers, thinkers. I bring great guests that are on there, and you will totally love those. All right, let's get started. Are you more of a visionary? Are you someone who dreams big dreams? Say you want to be able to own your first house by the time you're 30. You want to start your dream organization or your coffee shop. You may be dreaming about the day where you walk across the platform receiving your master's degree. These are dreams that you have in your soul that you one day want to see become reality. My next question is, are you more of an executioner? Maybe a better term would be a go-getter. Are you someone who is unafraid to launch out into the deep because you know that there's a life of adventure, freedom, joy, and blessings that won't be found in your current place in life? You might be the type of person who will move from state to state to try something new because you feel you have overstayed where you're at. You might be someone who doesn't just stick to one type of job, but you're well-versed in many different areas. You're probably good at graphic design, photography, cooking, all the while drinking a latte you made with latte art. You're someone who goes and gets things done. The reason why I wanted to ask these two questions is because I wanted to tell both groups of people that without true vision for your life, as much as you may be a dreamer or you may be a go-getter, it will be a lot harder for you to live the life you want to live if you don't have a vision. At the beginning of each year, I search within myself and I search through prayer to see what is a word for the upcoming year. Another term for a word for the upcoming year would be the word vision. What do I want to see in the upcoming year? Do I want to see growth in finances, growth mentally, better physique, emphasis on school? What is the main goal for 2021? Today, I want to help you find your vision for this year. I believe we, ha- we all have different goals that we want to accomplish. It could be losing the COVID weight we gained this last year. Shout out to myself for gaining the weight and then losing all the weight that I gained while I was sick with the Roni Rona. I lost like 20 pounds. It was awesome. It could be a lifestyle change like going vegan. It could be starting that side business in hopes of becoming your main business. Today, I want to give you three benefits of having a vision for your year, and that alongside those three benefits, I want to give you three practical ways that you could apply these principles. Benefit number one, vision casting for the year causes you to structure your life around that vision. Excuse me. Practical expression number one, this year of 2021, the word that I've been given is that this is the year of finances. I'm going to focus on stewarding my health a lot better than I have been for the last few years. I'm also going to focus more on giving to God's house. How am I going to do that? I have turned my notes app into my deposit registry. You know, back in the old days where people used to keep a checkbook, where they would, you know, either write the checks or they would have a book right there in their wallet. They would write the amount that they're spending. They would track everything that they're spending long can. That's what I've turned my notes app on my iPhone. I am actively trying to continue to take a registered document or make a registered note or a note 
that says this is where you spent your money. You spent this amount at the gas station. You spent this amount at a restaurant. You spent this amount at Zara. You spent this amount on Abercrombie. You spent this amount at Apple. I'm actively doing these things in order so I can take account and be a good steward and structure my life around the vision. I'm actively listening to Dave Ramsey and my friends who are tightwads. I have a good amount of those, actually. I have some friends who are a little bit more, um, I guess you can say they're, I, I want to use the right word. They're very um, free with their money. They're very, um, they, they send more money out than they receive. All right. They don't live beneath their means. They, they tend to live above their means. You see, I, this year I'm choosing to really associate myself with the other group of friends of mine who tend to um, be very tight with their money. All right. On the opposite side of the pendulum, I'm, I'm learning this year. I am t I am leaning into my friends who will look at you crazy if you went to the 99 cent store and instead of buying something for 99 cents, you had to spend like $2, which you, you understand what I'm saying? Like you could have went to the 99 cent store, but instead you went to Dollar Tree. <laughs> All right. I'm listening to those friends. I'm leaning into them. Why am I doing that? <clears throat> because, because I'm learning that you are who you associate yourself with. If you are around people who are stewarding their money wisely, you will be more likely to learn how to steward your money better. Point number one, vision casting for the year causes you to structure your life around that vision. Benefit number two, having a vision for the year gives you a result to look forward to at the end of the year. Isn't it crazy how for some single people, the biggest concern for New Year's is who they're going to kiss when the ball drop? And if you're normal, you're hoping your favorite Thea makes her tamales this year because they were amazing last year. <laughs> All the weird people, you're looking for someone to kiss. If you're normal, you're just looking forward to the food. All right. When you have a vision for your year, you have something to place your focus on for the whole year, which will in turn cause you to have a result that you projected at the beginning of the year. What does that look like? For me, I want to have a good amount of money in my savings account, as well as be able to give 40% of my income to God's house this year. This won't happen by going out to eat every week. And it definitely won't happen by ordering the most expensive thing on the menu when I do go out. Being a good steward of my money means not selling out to the status quo of what it means to be a 20-something, but buying into a better future. One of my favorite speakers and thinkers and authors, he's the lead pastor and bishop of this church in Texas is called the Potter's House. His name is T.D. Jakes. Some of you may know him as Bishop T.D. Jakes, one of the greatest, if not the greatest preacher of this current time that we live in. He said this in an interview. He said, there is an old man inside of each and every one of you who are in here. He said, there's an old man saying, do not, do not waste your youth. Do not waste 
your youth. You see, when you're young, especially now in our generation, we we, we love to look at um, we're we're the Instagram generation. So if we're not wearing the most in clothes, or if we're not eating at the cool places, if we're not chilling at the cool spots, then we feel like we're missing out on life. But the bishop he said this. He said, "There's an old person in you." saying work now that way you can win later work now that way you can enjoy your life in your 40s in your 50s in your 60s work in your 20s don't worry about what people are doing because when you're in your 40s on your yacht they're going to be asking you (laughs) what you did differently do yourself a favor do not sell out to the status quo but buy into building a better future. Benefit number three, one big vision accompanied by action creates small realities and those small realities create the new reality. For all of my dreamers who have huge dreams, keep dreaming. Big dreams are amazing. Without dreamers, we wouldn't have huge organizations like Amazon, Apple, or Tesla. We wouldn't have local coffee shops like Impresso Coffee House in Stockton, 18 grams of coffee and tea in Elk Grove, or Shady Coffee and Tea in Roseville, all here in the state of California. Dreams started these businesses, but with every visionary, every visionary needs to either find a go-getter or be a go-getter. There's a time to dream, but there's also a time to wake up, smell the coffee or tea, whichever you prefer, and put your hands to work. I love how the biblical author James, he writes this in his letter to the church. He says, faith, repeat after me, this is going to be super awesome. I'm an interactive podcast host. You're going to receive this. It's going to free you. Faith without works is dead. You may dream and believe that you will be a millionaire. But if you keep spending your money everywhere, you will have gotten nowhere. Set small realities that you want to see throughout the year that contribute to the new reality at the end of the year. You want to have two grand at the end of the year? Have a goal to see $1,000 by summer. You want to be debt free from your credit cards? Have a goal to pay off one of your credit cards by spring. When you see the small contributions bring fruition, you will be more encouraged towards your big goal. My name is Israel Zapp. Thank you for listening to the Ambition Podcast. Today we talked about three benefits. Three benefits of having a vision. Benefit number one, vision casting for the year causes you to structure your life around that vision. Benefit number two, having a vision for the year gives you a result to look forward to at the end of the year. And benefit number three, one big vision accompanied by action creates small realities and they create the new reality. Please remember to like, subscribe, comment, rate and review this podcast. If you really loved it, please do me a favor and share this with 10 people. I would love to make new friends and find new places to visit. I love you and I will see you soon. Peace out.